Welcome to the keynote podcast from Kingdom Faith. Today's message is by Pastor Colin Urquhart. God has been doing a great thing amongst us these last three weeks, but there's so much more that he wants to do. Turn to Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. Now, here's a description of Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. That's what Lucifer did, of course, in heaven and got thrown out. But made himself nothing. We're talking about Jesus coming in his human form. Made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. Now, the NIV says he humbled himself. What the Greek actually says is he emptied himself. He emptied himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Right, now, let's talk about heaven for a moment. Jesus came with the gospel, the kingdom of God, or the kingdom of heaven. Now there, Jesus was reigning with the Father in glory. We know that he is the risen, glorified Christ, meaning the anointed one. And that God has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. In heavenly places. And the scripture says that in him is the fullness of life. That's heaven. Now, Jesus 
left heaven to become man. He emptied himself of all of that. Which is why he said, I can do nothing myself. For 30 years, he lives in absolute obscurity as far as we know during that period of time. He performed no miracles, set nobody free, wasn't preaching sermons, wasn't bringing people to salvation. He wasn't doing anything that would draw attention to himself. It wasn't until he came to the Jordan and after he was baptized by John the Baptist and he came up out of the water, he was praying and the anointing of the Holy Spirit came upon him. So up until that point, he was just like you and I, no different, emptied himself of all that he had in heaven, just became a human being, took our nature upon himself but he had the anointing. He not only had the anointing, he had, of course, his relationship with the Father all through those 30 years, which is why when the anointing of the Spirit came upon him, the voice was heard from heaven, this is my beloved Son with whom I'm well pleased. Pleased because he'd waited for God's appointed time for his ministry to begin, but pleased also because of the unity that he had in relationship with the Father. Now in heaven, of course, it was easy for, for the Father and the Son to be one. But during the days of his humanity, Jesus had to maintain that unity. He did that for the 30 years before his ministry began. But he made it very obvious, as I tell you repeatedly, that he could do nothing himself. He could speak, even though he was the word of God made flesh. He spoke no words of his own. Everything was dependent upon the Father. I do only the things I see my Father doing. So if we think of Jesus being here on earth, he emptied himself of all of that. But all of it was available to him because of his relationship with the Father. So, of course, he was a man of prayer. And if the demands on his ministry were so great during the daytime then he would pray all night nothing could persuade Jesus to shortchange the father or himself in terms of prayer because he knew that he needed to be one with the father in heaven in order that all of this might be manifested in his life now, remember, he's a human being like you and I. He has a divine nature, but he is thoroughly human. Now, in a human body, would it be possible to contain all this? Absolutely not. 
If it was, Jesus wouldn't have emptied himself and he wouldn't have become like us. So even in Jesus, he could not contain all the glory of heaven. He could not contain all the fullness of life that is there in heaven. He could not contain every spiritual blessing that is in heaven because he shared our humanity our limitations. But all that was his inheritance and all that through his relationship with the Father was available to him and was revealed to him through him because of his faith, because of his love, because of his obedience to the Father. So that's Jesus. Now what about us? You see, there's a key question you need to answer. Are you a bucket or a hose pipe? You see, most Christians think of themselves like a bucket. Okay, now, let's think of this in spiritual terms. Could that bucket contain all the glory of heaven, all the fullness of life, every spiritual blessing? Put it on the natural level. <coughs> Up in the loft, there's a big tank of water. Could that bucket contain all in that tank? But what it's possible to do is if you turn the tap on, you can keep drawing from the bigger resource that is up in the loft. But the bucket can't contain everything that is up in the loft, but it has access to everything up in the loft. If this is too deep for you, pray for revelation. But there has to be a connection between the deposit that is in the loss, in the loft, and the bucket. Without that connection, the bucket will remain empty. With the connection, you can keep filling the bucket. You could if you kept the bucket under the tap and it, it, it would just overflow. And what does David say in Psalm 23? My cup overflows. Because if we really are in relationship with the Father in the way that he, 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 he desires, then our cups will overflow. So you could say that Jesus cup overflowed all the time because he had that connection with the Father in heaven. 
And nothing, nothing would deter him from keeping that connection. You know, there were times when he went off on his own and the disciples and others would be looking for him. Even when he was a kid of 12 and he got left behind in Jerusalem, his attitude was, you know, what are you so worried about? Didn't you know I would be in my father's house? Why? Because even as a kid of 12, there was that connection with the father. Everything that you see happening in the life of Jesus was dependent upon the Father, was dependent upon that connection. I can do nothing myself, he said. So if that was true for Jesus, it's true for us. Now, according to my Bible, God has given you his kingdom. The Spirit of God and of His glory is upon you. And Jesus, in praying for you, in John 17, says, I have given them the glory that the Father gave me. So you have access to the glory. According to my Bible, Christ is in you. You have come to the fullness of life. And you have been blessed in Christ with every spiritual blessing. So where is all that lot? Is it in you? If Christ in his humanity could not contain all that within himself, but was dependent upon the Father to download from heaven everything that he needed in order to fulfill the Father's purpose, if that was true for him, it is surely true also for us. Consider who Christ is. The one who is reigning in glory now. The one who is everywhere present. The one who fills the whole earth with his presence. Is all of that in you? How can you contain what is in the whole universe? No matter where you go, there is the presence of Christ. And yet, in some sense, you have Christ in you. Now, as we read the epistle to the Hebrews, God makes it clear to us that the ministry that Jesus fulfilled opened up the way for us to heaven. Now, in this life, not just what is going to happen to us when we depart this mortal life. He opened up the way now. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
But what is that way? Well, we've read it several times in the last two or three weeks. You can turn to it again in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place, that is heaven, the throne room of heaven, the highest heaven where God reigns. How do we enter? By the blood of Jesus. What Jesus made possible is for us to enter into that fullness of life, if you like to put it this way, to download that in the same way that he did, and he made that possible through the blood. Listen to me. You do not come into that holy place by prayer or by worship, by singing songs, but only by the blood. There is no other way. You can stand here and sing 4,000 songs and still not reach that place. It's only by the blood. The singing is what we do in the holy place, offering God a sacrifice of praise. The holy place is the place of sacrifice. It's in the holy place that we are making this offering of our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. The blood speaks of sacrifice. You can only come through to that place in heaven through the sacrifice of Jesus. And because we follow in the way that he has formed for us, we can only come therefore through that sacrifice of our bodies, of ourselves, as a living sacrifice into that holy of holies. Every day of our lives, we can only come into the place where God is wanting us to be by the blood. If you don't, when you come in here, if you don't plead the blood in the morning, you won't get through to the Holy of Holies. It's only through the blood. Let's see it again. Therefore, brothers... Since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. By a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God. He is the sacrifice who has opened up the way. But he is the one who made the sacrifice, the high priest. And what we read earlier in Hebrews is that he is still serving because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But he serves us now from heaven, from the Holy of Holies in heaven, in the power of an eternal, indestructible life. So, you see, there is that constant invitation to draw near right to the throne of heaven. 
That's where he wants us. It cost him the shedding of his blood to make that possible for us. But you see, in this place, there can't be anything unholy or imperfect. You can only have fellowship with the Holy One in heaven because you are holy and made perfect. That's why you can only come through the blood, through the washing of the blood. At least momentarily, you are made totally holy, totally acceptable in God's sight, totally perfect, and you can have fellowship with the holy and the perfect one. Singing doesn't do that for you. Only the blood does that for you. And only faith in the blood does that for you. Oh, you can have a sense of the holy presence of God, but that is not the same as meeting with him in the holy of holies, meeting with him in his holiness and his glory, where he imparts more and more of himself to you. You can stand and worship and worship and worship and worship in the holy place and still not receive any impartation from God. But you can't fail to receive impartation with him when you press into the holy of holies. Sadly, so many worship people think they're in the Holy of Holies when in fact they're only in the holy place. Because you see, in the Holy of Holies, you can't play instruments. You can't, you can't read words off a screen. You are so totally taken up with Jesus. And you can only get there by fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. See, I'm talking about the highest life that God intends for all of his children, but most of them never encounter, which is sad. But I'm talking about what people know in times of, of revival and, and moves of the Spirit, where God just takes over in people's lives. Because they want him to, because they allow him to, because they give themselves to him in such a way that he is able to do that. So, yeah, it's good to worship God and to worship him in his holiness and to give him glory on the way in. But I want you worship guys... You get up on the platform with your instruments and singing. I've said to you many times, you know, you're not here to lead the people. Holy Spirit is to lead the worship. What we're going to do this week is we're going to turn all the instruments around. It looked too complicated to do it this morning. So that all of you, when you're on the platform, you're going to be facing that way. Because I think this is the only way to help you really understand you do not lead the people. You worship God, and if you worship God, everybody else will worship with you. You're not there to lead songs and have prophetic songs. All that's holy place stuff, but we're pushing into the holy of holies. None of that stuff is appropriate for what God is wanting to do at this moment. He wants to take us higher, wants to take us further. 
into himself, into his glory, into the heights of heaven. He wants us to have heavenly encounters, not experiences, but just to know our unity, just like Jesus did. I don't suppose he always, every time he prayed, had that transfiguration experience of his body being translated into his glorious body. I'm sure he probably did sometimes. But all that mattered to him was to know that he was absolutely at one with the Father so that he could say, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. That he could say, the Father and I are one. And what do we aspire to? We, if, we, if we fulfill the words of Jesus to abide in him and he in us, God is wanting us to be at that place where you can say, if you've seen me, you've seen Jesus. Oh, an imperfection, an imperfect manifestation of Jesus, yet nevertheless something of Jesus. And what we should aspire to is that more and more of Jesus will be flooding out of our lives. Now, I was showing you students yesterday. You see, when, when, when you're pressing into this place, what do you actually want? What is the desire of your heart? What is the passion? I mean, God is, God is only really going to take you to that highest place when this is your passionate desire, not just, you know, a wish or I suppose I better go with the flow of everybody else. No, no, this has to be your passionate desire. I want more of you, Lord. I want more of your glory. I want more of your holiness, more of your life. Now listen, to say, Lord, I want more is not a denial of what you have. You can't have more unless you have. If you don't have, you don't say, I want more. You say, I want what I don't have. But if you say, I want more, then you recognize what you have, but you say, I want more of it. More of your life, more of your love, more of your holiness, more of your power. And where's all that coming from? It's coming from heaven, where Jesus is ministering to us now in the power of an indestructible eternal life. So God actually wants you to be a hosepipe, not a bucket. One end fixed to heaven. And yeah, you can fill your little mortal being, but you're spraying Jesus all around everywhere. You're a conduit. Actually, you want something bigger than a hosepipe. That's all I had available <laughs> this morning. I mean, God wants to increase the bore. Not make you more boring, but increase <laughs> the size of the channel that you are of his heavenly life, of his heavenly grace, of his heavenly power. See, this is what impartation is about. God has been speaking to us these last two or three weeks. You are fixed to heaven and you're imparting healing, deliverance, salvation. You're just the channel. And of course, the more you are plugged into heaven, the more of his life, the more of his love, the more of his power, the more of his glory can be revealed through you. So we're aiming for the highest because the scripture says, aim for perfection, aim for godliness. I, I, as part of my 
daily confession of faith. And every time I say that, I'm repeating the words of Scripture, Colin, aim for perfection, aim for godliness. I think, yeah, I've got a long way to go yet. Amen. I have the perfection in Christ. That blood gives me that perfection. That blood has opened up the way for me to meet with the perfect one, to meet with the holy one, to meet with the Lord of glory, for something more of that glory to radiate in my life as he transforms me from one degree of glory to another. But I'm not just a little bucket. Containing a little bit of who he is. All that he is. The fullness of his life is mine. But I can't contain the fullness. My bucket isn't big enough. But it's all mine. And I'm a co-heir with Christ. You are a co-heir with Christ. But you see, you can only inherit in the same way that Christ inherited. That's why we've got to go his way. We've got to walk in his steps. Which is why you students have got the subject that you've got for your forum groups this week. What does it mean to follow in his steps? I'm giving you part of the answer this morning. So we'll see what comes back on Friday morning. Hallelujah. But if we're following in his steps, we're going to keep meeting with the Father. We're going to recognize our one, our unity with Jesus is the unity with the Father. That we have the fullness of, of his life. Of course, God's purpose is for us to use what we already have. That's why, you see, the, the importance of, of, of the hose pipe is understanding that God's purpose is never to fill people just so that they are full. His purpose always is fruitfulness. His purpose always is that there's an outlet. Because you see, this pipe can actually contain far more than the bucket if there's a constant stream of blessing from heaven flowing through the pipe and out into the world all around. Not just out to other Christians. But it's out to the world, isn't it? Because that's the mission. That's the calling of God. So praise God. I mean, there is a sense in which, yes, we're filled, we overflow, our cup overflows. But we need to be those conduits, those channels of God's grace, of God's life, of God's power. So, see, he, the, the epistle to Hebrews helps us in all this because it says, fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on him. 
not on a worship band, not on songs on a screen. Fix your eyes on Jesus. You're going after Jesus. You're drawing near to Jesus. But where is Jesus now? Enthroned in glory. Enthroned in heaven. And his blood has opened up the way. His blood is so powerful. It doesn't only forgive you for your sins, but it cleanses you of every imperfection. If I come covered in the blood, I am made perfect forever, the scripture says. Hebrews 10, verse 12. We have been, not we will be, but we have been made perfect forever. Now we don't get into silly nonsense and think therefore everything we do is perfect. Or that sin doesn't matter because we have the perfection of Christ. If you understand all this, you, you see that you don't want sin in your life. You don't want anything that is going to, to block the channel or hinder the flow. Sin does that. That's why we, we need to keep cleansing, being cleansed of the sin, because sin blocks the channels. It hinders the flow of God's life through our lives. But praise God, every time we're forgiven, the channel's opened up again. That's why it says in, in uh, the epistle to, of, of James that if you're sick, call for the elders of the church. But he says it's not the anointing that heals. If you look at the scripture, it says it's the prayer of faith that heals. The anointing is just a, a way of helping people to believe that at that moment that the oil is poured on them, that uh, God is imparting to them. But it's, it's the faith, it's the prayer of healing. But within that context, you see, the scripture also says, confess your sins to one another. Why? Because this thing isn't going to work if there's sin blocking the channels. It's important that when that man was let down through the roof, that Jesus said to him first, your sins are forgiven you. Then he said, get up and walk. He doesn't want any hindrances to being able to receive what God is wanting to pour into the lives of his children. Oh, yes, there are other times when God just wants to manifest his grace and power and demonstrate his love. And we even see people that don't know the Lord being healed in miraculous ways. That's fine. That's all part of the evangelistic weaponry, really, that God has given us. Uh, and Jesus manifested that uh, in his own ministry. So praise God. Because according to God's word, we have come to all of that. All of that is mine. But I can't contain it all. It's so vast. It's so great. It's so immense. And it's so vast that not even Jesus in his humanity could contain it all. Yes, the Father was in him, but he had to empty himself of all the glory of heaven. 
And you see, what he was saying to the disciples at the Last Supper is, you should be pleased for me, not sad, because I'm going back to all that I left behind. And so he could pray, Father, now glorify your Son. I want to come back to the glory. I emptied myself of the glory. And I'm longing to come back to the glory. I wish there was another way than going through the cross. But I acknowledge that this is your way and my will, your will, not mine, be done. But he's coming back to the glory. And we can look forward to the glory. But you see, the glory of the Father was being revealed through the Son all the way through his ministry. And the glory of Jesus is going to be manifested manifested through your life for the rest of your life. So how do we meet with God in his holiness? Well, first of all, we have to desire to. If you meet with him in his holiness, you'll meet with him in his glory too. Because he is who he is. So we come through the blood washed with the blood every day, thanking God, praising God. That's why we have to come through the holy place, through that place of worship, through that place of thanksgiving, thanking him for the blood, thanking him for all that that blood achieves and has accomplished in our lives, that he's opened up the way. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, needing to confess anything that has to be confessed, so it's all washed out of our lives by the blood of Jesus. But you see, I, I think most, it's, it's at this point that most Christians have a crisis of faith. They can believe because it's been drummed into them so often that if they confess their sins, Jesus forgives their sins. So you think, yes, okay, by the blood of Jesus, my sins are forgiven. But they don't necessarily believe, by that blood I've been made holy. By that blood, the washing of that blood has made me perfect. It's so, it's so powerful that if the blood touches me, it perfects me. It is so powerful. Most Christians don't believe that. They keep looking at themselves and they listen, they listen to the devil who all the time wants to point out your imperfections and what you lack and what you need and this, that, and the other. And they don't see what God has accomplished for them in Christ. Of course, I'm not talking about people at Rafi. You know all this stuff, and you wouldn't be seduced by the devil in that way at all, would you? But you would keep your focus on Jesus and believe everything that the blood has accomplished. You see, you have to have confidence, the scripture says, to enter the most holy place. How can you have confidence unless you see that that blood has actually perfected you so you can meet with the perfect one? That blood has actually washed you, made you holy, so you can be one with the holy one. How can you have confidence if you don't believe what the blood has done? What you'll do is you'll be on your face moaning and weeping and wetting the floor with your sins and feeling sorry for yourself. Oh, God, I'm... He says, yeah, I know all that stuff, but look what I've done for you. Look what I've made possible for you. 
it's okay. There are times when we need to be humble before God. and Well, we always need to be humble before But I mean, there's times when we need to be confessing sin. But you don't have to go on confessing the stuff that's already forgiven. It doesn't exist. (laughs) I was praying the other day, and, and I was just thinking about, oh, Lord, you know, uh, I, I was just thinking of, of, of a particular time when, when I failed in some way. And I said, oh, Lord, you know how sorry I am. And then I said, you don't know what I'm talking about, do you, Lord? Because it doesn't exist anymore. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry I even mentioned it. <laughs> because he doesn't. He doesn't know what you're talking about if it no longer exists. You're talking about something that isn't real anymore. So I had to apologize for even mentioning it. (laughs) Are we there? You understand? So, we have boldness to enter the most holy place. How can, your boldness can't be in yourself. Your boldness is through the blood. Your boldness is through everything that Christ has done for you. Oh, praise God for the blood. That's why you hear me say again and again that, that uh, you know, in revival, so many of the hymns and the songs are all focused on the blood. People just praise God constantly for the blood. You see, you're set free by the blood. You're healed by the blood. Sure, if we believed more in the power of the blood, we'd see much more healing. We can quote, by his stripes we're healed, but why, why by his stripes are we healed? Because of the blood. The poured out of those wounds. The life is in the blood. The power is in the blood. The healing is in the blood. And this is the genius of what God has done for us. He gives us the blood which deals with every negative thing that could ever occur in our lives. And then he gives us the spirit that imparts every positive that God has into our lives. So you see, the blood and the spirit work together in our lives every day. Every day. Every negative cleansed by the blood. Every positive provided by the Spirit. God's thought of everything. There's nothing more he can do. That's why Jesus cried out from the cross, it is finished, it's done, it's accomplished. Everything that is needed for the salvation of mankind. It's all done by the blood, and then, as Jesus said to the disciples, wait to receive the power from on high. It's not enough just to be cleansed by the blood. You then have to be empowered by the Spirit. So every day of our lives, we live in the good of the blood and in the power of the Spirit.
So we're going to have a great week this week. Keynote, you know, sets the, sets the tone for the rest of the week. That's the purpose of the keynote. So we're just going to meet with God. We're going to meet with him now. We're going to meet with him each morning. We don't need more word at this moment. We don't need, we certainly don't need a load of songs. We don't need a lot of prophetic songs or anything like that. We just need to press through. We need to worship, but we, as we worship in the holy place, we come through the holy place and then by the blood of Jesus right into the holy of holies. Right, one last thing. The devil's a liar. So if you think he's saying to you, well, it's all right for the Pastor Collins of this world, they might get into the Holy of Holies, but not for you. You won't get there. He's a liar. Because you see, the truth of the matter is you're already there because you're seated in heavenly places with Christ. So it's just a question of pressing through to where you belong. You're not trying to get somewhere where you don't belong. You're getting through to the place where Jesus says you do belong. Or the word of God says you do belong. Seated with him in his triumph, in his glory, in his majesty. So, let me give you this scripture. One of my favorite scriptures. He is majestic in holiness. He's not... Oh, quiet and dreamy. That's not holiness. If you know God in his holiness, you, you like heaven. Heaven is noisy because everybody's shouting praises because they're meeting with him in his holiness. They're bowing before him. They're casting their crowns before him. But all the cherubim and everything, holy, 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 they're all calling to one another across the whole vastness of heaven. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. He's majestic in holiness. He's not dreamy in holiness. He's awesome in glory. The worker of wonders. Great scripture. Majestic in holiness. Awesome in glory. The worker of wonders. We're going to meet with him in his majestic holiness. In his awesome glory. And as a result, in his name, you're going to work wonders. Come on, let's all get to our feet. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Just remember, you on earth have access to all this. It's all yours. It's yours. He has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. But you can't contain every blessing in heaven. You have to download it. Just think of how much information there is on your computer. You can't possibly have all that information in your brain, but whatever is there, you can download it. So whatever is in heaven, 
you can download. Because what is in heaven is good. It's all good. There's nothing bad in heaven. It's all yours. By faith to lay hold of. So come on, let's praise the Lord. Let's fix our eyes on him. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus. Just pour out your heart in praise for who he is. The Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. The one who reigns in majesty and glory, in dominion and power. Your Lord, your God, your Father. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Paparazandaria letto bacalasadaria letto bacalasanduma. Oh, paparazandaria letto bacalasita di santuma. Oh, paparazandaria letto bacalasita di santuma. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Praise him for the blood. Come on, praise him for the blood. Praise him for the victory of the blood. It's overcome Satan, overcome all the powers of darkness. The blood that not only forgives, but breaks the power of sin. Come on, thank him that he's washed you in that blood. Thank him that according to that word of God, that blood has made you holy. That blood has made you perfect in sight. Oh, and by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Christ Jesus once for all. Hallelujah. Then the word says, and by one, because, well, since, since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool because by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. You are being made holy and he has made you perfect forever through his blood. He has done it. 
He has done it. Come on, praise him. Praise him for that blood. Praise him for the power of the blood. The blood that makes you holy. The blood that makes you perfect forever. The blood that gives you access right to the throne of God. The blood that gives you access to heaven itself. Oh, we praise you. We bless you. We thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you for the blood. We praise you for the blood. Thank you, Lord, for the power of the blood. Thank you for the victory of the blood. Thank you for the cleansing of the blood. Oh, Lord, cleanse me afresh today. Cleanse me right now by that blood. Lord, I call upon you. I avail myself of the victory of that blood, of the cleansing of that blood, of the healing of that blood, of the wholeness of that blood. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that that blood cleanses me of all that is unholy. Thank you that that blood cleanses me of all that is imperfect. Thank you that that blood makes me righteous and holy and acceptable in your sight. Thank you, Lord. It's because of that blood I am one with you. Because of that blood, I live in you. Because of that blood, you live in me. And I praise you and I bless you and I thank you. I thank you for the blood. I praise you for the blood. Oh, paparazandaria lero bacalasita di santa. Oh, paparazandaria lero bacalasita di santa. Oh, paparazandaria lero bacalasita di santaria lero bacalasandama. Paparazandaria lero bacalasita di santaria lero bacalasinama. Oh, papapacalasandaria lero bacalasita di santama. Hallelujah. 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 Paparazandaria lero bacalasitri sandaria lero bacalasandoma. Oh, paparazandaria lero bacalasitri sandoma. Oh, paparazandaria. Thank him that he's majestic in holiness. He's majestic in holiness. He's majestic in holiness. Oh, holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, the whole earth is filled with your glory. Paparazandama, because you are majestic in holiness. You are awesome in glory. You are the worker of wonders, Lord. And I am one of your wonders. I thank you that I am one of your wonders because of what you've done by the power of your blood. Oh, thank you, Lord. I have a wonderful life because you have placed me in your beloved Son. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
Come on, thank him that you're one of his wonders. He's worked a wonderful thing in your life. He's worked a wonderful thing in your life. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you that the old has gone and the new has come. Thank you that you've made me a new creation. Oh, no more in condemnation. Thank you, there's no condemnation for me because I belong to heaven. Oh, thank you, Jesus, that there's no condemnation in Christ. There's no condemnation in heaven. And I praise you, Lord, that you've saved me out of all condemnation and brought me into your glorious acceptance, into the fullness of your righteousness by your blood. And I praise you and I bless you. Oh, now thank the Lord for the precious gift of the Spirit. Oh, come on, thank Him for the Spirit. Oh, Lord, thank you that your life is in me, your love is in me, your power is in me, your glory is in me because you have imparted your Spirit to me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. And I thank you, Lord, that the fullness of His life is available to me. Oh, I thank you that every spiritual blessing in heavenly places is mine. Because I am in Christ and he is in me by the power of his spirit. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the rich inheritance that I'm a co-heir with Christ. That all that you have, all that you are is mine. It's mine by your grace, through your mercy, by your blood, through your spirit. I thank you, Jesus. 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 Lord, I want more of you. I want more of heaven in my life. More of heaven in my life. More of heaven in my life. More of your glory, Lord. More of your glory. More of your life, more of your love, more of your power flowing through my life, flowing through my life, flowing from heaven, flowing out of me as a river of living water. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That living water that flows from the throne is flowing through my life. That I'm not a bucket. I'm not a bucket. I'm not a bucket. I'm a hosepipe, Lord. My, my life is connected to heaven and you pour forth your life. You pour forth your love. You pour forth your power. You pour forth yourself through that pipe into my life, out of my life, overflowing, Lord. Oh, 
O paparazandari elero bakalasitri sandama. O paparazandari elero bakalasitri sandama. Oh Jesus. Oh now, just give yourself afresh to Him, Lord. I give myself afresh to You. I give myself. I surrender myself, Lord. That like Jesus, He couldn't do anything of Himself. And he said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Lord, I recognize that apart from you, I can do nothing. But I thank you, I'm not apart from you. I'm at one with you through your mercy and grace that I'm connected to heaven and heaven's life is flowing through my life. I praise you, Lord. I praise you. So I surrender myself so that more and more and more of Jesus may be revealed in my life, transforming me from glory to glory, so that more fruit, much more fruit, much lasting fruit can be produced through my life. Oh Lord, I'm not holding back anything. You never held back anything when you gave yourself for me on the cross, and I'm not holding back anything from you, Lord. I'm saying all that I am, all that I have is yours. Oh, rasatopakala sandharama. Oh, papara sandharama. And Lord, I surrender my life afresh today to live in dependence upon you. Just as Jesus lived in dependence on the Father while he was on earth, so I live in dependence upon you day by day, every day of my life, in dependence upon you, Lord. Oh, I can't do anything on my own, anything of myself. Oh, rasata pakalasandama. But thank you, Lord, that as I live in dependence upon you, as I live by faith in you, so heaven's life and heaven's glory flows through my life. Oh, thank you, Lord, as you impart to me, you enable me to impart to others. There's nothing I can do for you, but there's so much you can do through me. And Lord, I just yield myself to you that you can work through me in the ways that you desire, that that's why you called me, that's why you chose me, because there's so much you want to do through me. Oh Lord, Jesus made himself nothing. And I know that before you, in and of myself, I'm nothing. But in Christ, oh, you've done a wonderful thing, Lord. I'm one of your wonders. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The wonder is that you've made me holy and perfect in your sight through that precious blood. The wonder is that you come and lived in me by the power of your spirit. The wonder is, Lord, that you can use me for your glory. That actually my life can mean something. It can, it, it can, be, it can be profitable for your kingdom purposes. And I praise you. And I bless you. And I thank you, Lord. Oh, paparazandaria leto bakalasitapa. Oh, paparazandaria leto bakalasitari sandama. Oh, paparazandaria leto bakalasitari sandama. Oh, paparazandaria leto bakalasitapa. Oh, paparazandaria leto bakalasitari sandaria leto bakalasandama. Oh, paparazandaria leto bakalasitari sandama. Oh, paparazandaria leto bakalasitari sandama. O paparazandaria lero bakalasinama. O Lord, Lord, 
I pray today that I'll be a channel of your love, a channel of your life to others, that your love will pour out of my life. Your love will pour out of my life. That, Lord, uh, there will even be occasions when your power will flow out of my life. Just flow through me, from heaven, through me, and out of me, and into the lives of other people. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing is impossible for you. And you say all things are possible to he who has faith in you. That those who have faith will do the same things as you've done. Because, Lord, we're channels. We're hose pipes. And you can do the same things through us as you did when you were walking on the earth. In your love, in your grace, in your mercy, in your power. Oh, Jesus, your life, your glory, your glory in us, Lord. Your glory. Your glory, and it's amazing. It's just, it's almost too much, Lord. It's too much. Your glory. Your glory in my life. Because I'm washed. Because I'm made clean. Because I'm anointed. Your glory, Lord. More of your glory. Transforming me into your likeness with ever-increasing glory. More and more like Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Paratapakara sandaria letopakala sandama. Papara sandaria letopakala. Just pray for someone else now that you know is in need. And just believe that, that that life, that power is flowing through you, out of you, into that person. Impart to them. Don't just pray for them. Impart to them. Speak God's word over their life. If it helps you, you can see yourself laying hands on that person now and the impartation of the life of Jesus Christ is passing into that person's life right at this moment even as you pray something is happening in that person something is happening in that person there's an explosion of God's life and power in that person because you're praying for them as a channel of his life, a channel of his power, a channel of his glory. God being glorified in the life of that person. Perhaps he may even need to do a wonder in that person. Hallelujah. A sign in that person. You can believe that. Oh, rasantarapatutapakala santo. Oh, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Poparasatopaka. Thank the Lord for what he has imparted.
thank the Lord for what he has imparted to that person. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. We're just going to finish with a great time of thanksgiving this morning. I want you to thank God that heaven is open to you. Heaven is open to you. Heaven is open to you. Jesus has opened up the way. All the riches of heaven are open to you. Every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Jesus has opened up the way through his blood. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now thank him that heaven is open to you 24-7. Not just at the 8 o'clock. 24-7, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, at any time of day or night, heaven is open to you. You have an open heaven because of the blood. That open heaven follows you wherever you go. Hallelujah, wherever you are, there is an open heaven. You take an open heaven where there isn't an open heaven. You go into situations where there's no open heaven, but because heaven is open to you, you take an open heaven into that situation. Thank you, Lord. And heaven's life and heaven's power can flow into that situation. You are just one powerful dude. You really are. O paparazandaria lero bacalasituri sandoma. O paparazandaria lero bacalasituri sando. O paparazandaria lero bacalasituri sandoma. O paparazandaria lero bacalasinoma. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Paparazandaria lero bacalasidoma. Oh, wonderful Lord. Wonderful Lord. Okay, let's just listen to the Lord. The closer you draw to his throne, the easier it is to hear his voice. He never shouts. It's just that still, small voice. You are mine, says the Lord. I've set you apart for myself, for my glory, for my kingdom. 
give you my peace. That total well-being of spirit, soul, and body. So be thankful. For these things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, I thank you so much for all that you're doing among us in these days. And Lord, we know that as we keep pressing in to you, so you will keep imparting more and more of yourself to us. And we thank you, Lord, that you are breaking through in our lives more and more day by day in order that you will break out of our lives with your kingdom power and glory. And thank you, Lord. Horsham can't stay the same. Worthing can't stay the same. Crawley can't stay the same. The 25-mile radius can't even stay the same. Because what you're going to be doing through us is going to be so powerful. And we bless you. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, I want to hear some praise now. Let's just finish with a great shout of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. <clears throat> Can you understand now why God said to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you and my power is made perfect in weakness. Because you see, the power of God was made perfect in the weakness of Jesus' humanity. He shared our weakness. The scripture says he shared our weakness. Was tempted in every way just as we are. His power was made perfect in his weakness. He was made perfect through his obedience. And through that obedience, we are made perfect forever. It's all amazing. It's all accomplished for us through Jesus. Isn't it great? There's nothing left for us to do except just live in the good of all he's done for us. Then he will flow through our lives, out of our lives, as rivers of living water. I'm excited. I think exciting things are ahead of us, don't you? Come on, let's just thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise your holy name. Amen. You will have a glorious day. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com.